This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1189, How to Become an Independent Contractor, by Miranda Marquit of goodfinancialsense.com. And I'm Dan, your personal narrator, reading to you each and every day from articles that hopefully help you improve your work and your productivity. And with that, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. How to Become an Independent Contractor by Miranda Marquit of goodfinancialsense.com. Thinking about becoming an independent contractor? Learn the steps to kickstart your journey as a self-employed professional and explore the freedom and flexibility this career path can offer. Whether you're seeking a full-time gig or a side hustle, this guide has you covered. For years, I have been an independent contractor. I've grown my home business into something that earns a steady income for my family. In fact, I'm the primary breadwinner. Becoming an independent contractor is one of the most profitable small businesses to start this year. As an independent contractor, I have a degree of freedom in choosing my own schedule and even determining who my clients are. I'm also part of a segment of the workforce that is growing in demand. Many companies are turning to independent contractors because it can be less expensive. My hourly rate might be higher than the rates commanded by quote-unquote regular workers, but I save a company in other ways, like no benefits to pay, no overhead costs, and no payroll taxes to pay. A few years ago, CNN Money pointed out that an employee working for $14 an hour actually costs an employer $20 an hour. While most of my clients pay more than $20 for a project, the reality is that they just have to pay me for the project rather than continue to pay me day in and day out and pay the other costs associated with maintaining a full-time employee. What is an independent contractor? An independent contractor is a self-employed individual who provides services to clients on a contract basis. They are not considered employees of the company they work for and are responsible for their own taxes, benefits, and insurance. Independent contractors typically work on a project-by-project basis and are not bound by the same employment laws and regulations as employees, which can provide more freedom in terms of how they operate their business. They have the ability to set their own schedule, work from anywhere, and choose the projects they want to work on. However, they are also responsible for their own business expenses, such as equipment and office space, and they are not eligible for benefits, such as health insurance or retirement plans that employees receive. How do you become self-employed? The independent contractor arrangement can be a win-win in many ways. If you're looking to become an independent contractor, either to replace your day job or just to make a little extra money on the side, here are some steps you need to take. One, think of a name for your self-employed business. Consider what services you will offer and then pick a name that describes what you do. I call my business Miranda Marquette Freelancing. It's straightforward and you know immediately what is done and who's offering the services. If you want to offer graphic design or web development services, think of ways to include those descriptors in your business name. Have a solid understanding of who you are and what you have to offer, and be able to clearly define what you do. I'm still tweaking my elevator pitch, but it's coming along nicely. When you can encapsulate what you do, it's easier to convince potential clients to hire you. Two, choose a self-employed business structure and get a proper license. Next, think about how you want your business organized. My business is set up as a limited liability company, LLC. I'm the general partner and my husband is the limited partner. Others though find that an S-corp or C-corp makes more sense for them. 
In some cases, it can even make sense to remain a sole proprietorship for a time. Consult an accountant or tax professional for more information about what might be most appropriate for you. You should also get a proper business license. Your state or locality likely requires you to have a license, even if you are providing independent contractor services and making money from your own home. If you plan to have an LLC, LLP, or S-Corp, you definitely need a license. However, there are cases in which sole proprietors need licenses too. Check the requirements and make sure you abide by them. Three, open a business bank account. Even sole proprietors should keep business expenses separate from personal expenses. Open a business bank account to keep everything separate and to improve your ability to keep good records. Many of the best checking account providers for consumers also have business accounts you can use. This is a critical step that many new independent contractors miss. You must separate your personal money from your business money. If you are self-employed and someone sues you and your money isn't kept separately, then everything you have can be pulled into the lawsuit. Even if your new independent contracting business just made $200 this year and you have $50,000 in the bank together with that money, it can all be targeted in a lawsuit. You need to keep good records so that you're prepared come tax time. Make sure that you are setting aside some money in your business bank account to help you pay quarterly taxes. Don't forget that you'll have to pay your portion of payroll taxes as well as the employer portion. This is known as the self-employment tax. Organize your finances now so that you can avoid headaches later. And four, advertise your independent contractor services. Finally, you need to get out there with your business. Let others know what you are doing and how you can help them with the services you provide. It helps to have a home on the web, so set up a website. You can even write a blog. Post your resume and relevant samples online. Use social media to promote your services and to connect to others. Social media is one of the key ways you can advertise your self-employed services while still saving money for your small business. If you are generous in the way you promote others, and if you offer insightful information and ideas, eventually potential clients will notice and hire you. The bottom line, the skinny on becoming an independent contractor. Becoming an independent contractor can be a rewarding way to work for those who value flexibility and independence. However, it's important to carefully consider the pros and cons before making the decision to become an independent contractor. By understanding the steps and legal requirements, as well as finding clients, setting your rates, and managing your expenses, you can help secure a successful transition to being an independent contractor. Remember, being an independent contractor requires self-discipline, hard work, and good time management, but the rewards can be great. You just listened to the post titled, How to Become an Independent Contractor by Miranda Marquit of goodfinancialsense.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. 
So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Miranda and the team at Good Financial Sense. That's C-E-N-T-S, by the way. The website was created by Jeff Rose, who is a certified financial planner and the author of the book, Soldier of Finance. He served in the Army National Guard for nine years and is now a husband and proud father of four. He previously founded Alliance Wealth Management back in 2011 and eventually sold it in 2019, and uh, he's now focused on online education. We are a big fan of Jeff's work, and if you are too, you can find more from Jeff on Forbes, Business Insider, and many more publications, and of course, come by goodfinancialsense.com to show your support and learn more. That's Good Financial and Sense, again, spelled C-E-N-T-S. And you can find articles there that cover making money, managing money, investing, and taxes. Also, you can find guides on credit, debt, insurance, your home, and much more. So again, come by goodfinancialsense.com for all of that. And thank you again to Jeff for letting us share his work. All right, that's gonna do it for today. I appreciate you being here as always. And I will see you right back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.